Welcome to the Boss Level. My name is Enigma. I am your evil supervillain and host. Of course, I am a 15-year video game industry veteran. I am a lifelong gamer, game console collector, and a part-time streamer. Happy Monday to you. Hope you're having a great week so far. Uh, with me, I'm still getting over COVID. Uh, this has been my second week with it. I'm not, uh, I did go back to work this week, which I probably shouldn't have because it's uh, added to my uh, an anxiety quite a bit. And, and I've, boy, I just haven't been feeling right. And it's just uh, really, really, really been put me in a bad position. But, uh, you know, that being said, uh, I'm better than I was last week. Still got the cough, still, uh, still have like the weird appetite, but, uh, Otherwise, you know, it's I've been very weak and lethargic, and uh, I understand that's pretty normal with COVID. Is that it takes a really heavy toll on your body, and I I just don't know when my uh, <clears throat> my strength is going to return. Anyone that's been on my streams knows that uh, sometimes I just kind of go off into left field with a with this uncontrollable cough that I've got. Not as violent as it was last weekend, but it's still there. It's still prevalent, and it still happens. So if there's any breaks in this podcast where you hear a sudden change in the tone of my voice or something like that, it's probably because I had a coughing fit. Okay, so hope you're having a great week. Hope everything's going okay. Uh, Chicago, uh, we're having our probably last nice weekend for a while. It's uh, The sun is out. It's actually pretty decent. Uh, I understand that uh, <clears throat> we are probably going to have a pretty horrible, uh, you know, winter coming up like we usually do, but we'll, we'll see. I know that on Halloween we had high winds and snow, so there were no trick-or-treaters out. You know, it was very odd weather for Halloween. It, uh, kind of reminds me back on during the pandemic of 2020, we had a snowstorm. We had about a half an, uh, half a foot of snow on the ground on Halloween. And then on Christmas, it was like 65 and sunny, and we were out raking leaves. So very, very odd uh, way that uh, the, the climate can really uh, change on you like that, where you're, always, you're expecting something, and it does exactly the opposite. So that all being said, let's uh, let's get into our good housekeeping stuff. I really do hope you're having a great week so far. Uh, I'm hoping that my COVID pat, uh, passes over over the next seven days or so, and I'll be able to, uh, you know, get back to normal. I'd like to get back to normal where I'm not as uh, sleepy or lethargic. All I really want to do is sleep. I woke up this morning at 8 a.m. on Saturday and all I wanted to do was go back to bed. So I uh, came downstairs, wrapped myself up in a blanket and laid here on my gaming couch for a, about an hour and just kind of nodded off here and there. So I just had kind of had one of those quick little, I guess, cat naps. So Ah, as I said at the top of the show, I am a part-time Twitch streamer. I am on Twitch at Evil Enigma, which is also where you can find me on Twitter. I am at Evil Enigma. That's uh, E-N-Y-G-M-A is the way I spell it. Uh, you'll find me there. I do stream on Friday nights and Sunday mornings. Usually on uh, Friday night, it's between 9-ish to, to midnight. And on Sunday morning, it's about 9 a.m. to noon. Usually, I stream for three hours at a time. And we're about waist deep into Spider-Man 2 right now on the PlayStation 5. So I hope you're uh, checking me out with that, uh, having a good time with Spider-Man 2. Uh, <clears throat> it's it's a lot of fun. I do like it so far. My, I did my review of it last week. So if you want to check that out, please feel free to do so. Uh, is it a Game of the Year contender? I think it is. We will see what game, uh, what games are nominated when it's all said and done. Of course, I will pick my game of the year as well. Last year, my game of the year was the uh, Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. 
of all things. I thought that was the best game I played all year. We will see what, what uh, gets the Evil Enigma Game of the Year award this year. We will see. We will see. So, uh, But please, find me on Twitch and Twitter at Evil Enigma. You can uh, find me there. I'm on Twitter mostly. I try to post funny stuff. I know over the last week I haven't been as active as I usually am just simply because I have been... I have not been in a good good frame of mind. I still have tried to post funny stuff and make people smile, but I've had a lot of anxiety at work, and it's made me pretty unhappy. And uh, you know that coming off of COVID as well, it hasn't helped. So I've just been kind of sitting there stewing, you know, on on how unhappy I've been, and it's added with my anxiety and then the lethargic uh, nature I've, I've had because of COVID. It just has not been a good combination, but uh, I do my best to keep people laughing if I can. Uh, if you can make one person smile per day, then I think it's a good thing. I wish we would all do that. Just take, take time out once a day to, to make somebody smile. I think that would just, just be great. The world would be a better place if, if we did that. But uh, that you'll, you'll find most active there. I do uh, post funny memes. I do uh, tell people when and where I'm streaming and what I'm streaming. Uh, but you can please follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Twitch at Evil Enigma. You can find me there on both of those uh, both those platforms. Uh, I do have a Kick channel as well. I've not streamed there yet. Thinking I might try it here before too much longer, but we'll uh, we'll see. I'm at Evil Enigma there as well. So uh, <clears throat> maybe I'll stream there Friday nights and then go back to Twitch on Sunday mornings. I've still between it. I'm not, I haven't decided yet. Uh, the bat, last couple of weeks, I've been a little preoccupied, so I haven't been able to really nail down what I want to do. Uh, that all being said, I am a member of Team Dragonfire and a content creator for the Kindred Knights. Please feel free to visit kindrednations.com. Take out the E in Kindred and put in the number three and then go check out their line of apparel, their line of gym uh, supplements and hot sauces lots of hot sauces that is what i am into is their hot sauces i've yet to have one i don't like uh, they're all really good uh i understand i hope they're working on a taco sauce i'd love to, to have a really nice fresh taco sauce to put on tacos and i think they do a great job with it so go over there and check out their stuff find something that tickles your fancy please feel free to use my code enigma e-n-y-g-m-a you'll get 10 percent off your order and that will really help me out as I do try to make my way in the world through this wonderful little place, you know, this little community, this Twitter thing, this uh, video game, Twitch th stuff, this streaming thing. Uh, it would it would help it get a little bit uh, on the backside there. Not a lot, but, you know, a little bit. And every little bit helps. So don't forget, code Enigma, E-N-Y-G-M-A, and then you will get 10% off your order. Thank you so much for listening to me talk about that. I know uh, <clears throat> it's kind of a pain sometimes, but the truth of the matter is, uh, the, the, if I can just get more people to use my code and get more people to go check their stuff out, it would really help. It really would. As I, Nothing would please me more than to be able to, to do podcasting and streaming full-time as a gig and, and uh, control my own destiny, so to speak. But uh, I'm nowhere near big enough for that. I am quite a bit small I have very small potatoes so uh anything I, we can do to, to to help get me there i would greatly appreciate that so we'll check that out hopefully you'll check that out kindrednations.com use the code enigma for 10 percent off all right so we have some stuff to talk about today first and foremost uh it's going to be about nintendo we have a couple of nintendo topics to talk about uh there are some things going around about the new Nintendo Switch. I wanted to uh, cover that. 
uh, a little bit, and then uh, I have a review I want to do of Super Mario Wonder, the new Mario game. So hopefully uh, you'll you'll listen to those, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll get started with Nintendo Switch. Okay, so uh, Nintendo Switch is now seven years old. Sales have been declining for a while. Nintendo uh, pretty happy with the success of the Switch. They were pretty smart with it, quite frankly, because it was a uh, relatively cheap console for them to produce. They do make a profit, a small profit on their consoles, which is something that is uh, very important right now. A lot of the, you know, these big consoles like the, the PlayStation 5 and, of course, the Xbox Series X are sold very close to cost. And uh, when that happens, you don't see a lot of uh, profitability on hardware. The profitability comes in with accessories like extra controllers, things like that. And then, of course, the software, the games that go along with it. Nintendo, though, has been able to make a little little bit on the backside with the Switch. But unfortunately, it's starting to show its age. And uh, they have run out, basically, of ports of games that they of older consoles that they can get basically i am haven't seen hogwarts legacy on the switch yet i'd really do want to see it i don't know if i want to buy it but i want to see it see how well it runs just because hogwarts legacy is such a big gigantic game i would be interested to see how it performs how it runs on the nintendo switch but uh the switch is underpowered the switch is uh it's on its way out sales are down so we it's by no means we know they're doing the new switch the new nintendo consoles coming out next year 99 percent sure of that what we don't know is what it's going to be able to do and that's because nintendo is very much the kind of company that marches to the beat of their own drum that's what they do they they march to the beat of their own drum they do what they want to do and they don't really let anything hinder them uh in doing so and that is because they have this and it's it actually this really annoys me about nintendo quite frankly is that they are considered to be the trendsetters in video games they they have been for a long time whenever uh they come up with some sort of new technology whenever they come up with some sort of new controller or some sort of new interface or something like that microsoft and sony are right there trying to uh, capitalize on the success that nintendo creates and then that's how we get stuff like the PlayStation Move and the Xbox Connect, Microsoft Connect, and things like that. You know, they, they all had to have motion controls, right? So now they they went out and they did that. And uh, love it or hate it, that's, that's why we have what we have with that stuff. Uh, you know, Nintendo was the first uh, console company to have the forced feedback controllers the rumbling controllers so here comes sony and here comes everybody oh we got to do the same thing right we have to have uh something in there to make those controllers rumble so that's something that uh nintendo puts does something and then you know even with the switch sony comes out they've got their own version of that uh this new playstation um phone thing with the controller on the side they released that they're supposed to be able to stream off of your your console anywhere in the world uh, it's another one of those things I want to see it in action before I uh, buy into it, just or buy one at all, just simply because uh, I've seen the remote play on the PlayStation try to work and it doesn't work very well. So uh, I, I, I'm just I'm curious how it's going to to perform. And I know that if the, if you're on a, a stage with Sony, they probably have a uh, they're they're going to show the the best parts of it. They're not going to show it where it, it it, you know it's buggy or, or anything like that but uh i just something tells me that there, it's not going to perform as advertised just from 
experience. You know, it's like, okay, too good to be true on this. Not to mention the PlayStation 5 is a beast of a console. So you're talking about all that processing power, and then you're going to try to put it all through the air and, and Wi-Fi. I don't know. I just don't know. So uh, we'll, we'll see how that, that turns out. But that is their answer to the Switch. And uh, Nintendo, of course, has made a lot on their Switch. I've made no uh, qualms about it. I've, I've, I've talked about it quite a bit. I look at the Switch as being a, uh, a very good classic game console. I use it to play old arcade games. I use it to play you know, Sega Genesis uh, collection games and the old Nintendo stuff that they have on there. Their original stuff that they have, there hasn't been a lot of really good stuff on it. Uh, but... Nintendo has benefited from the fact that the Wii U did not sell particularly well. It sold horribly. So they've been able to take software that they initially released on the Wii U and stick it on the Switch and release it like it's a brand new product, like Mario Kart 8. Uh, Mario Kart 8 got its last uh, tracks coming out this month. If it hasn't come out already, it's it's about to. And uh, they... Guys, Mario Kart 8 came out on the, on the Wii U. So for them to be able to... Uh, take that game and continually uh, put it out there like a decade, have a decade's worth of content on it and get a decade on Mario Kart 8, that's that's pretty impressive, quite frankly. Uh, not to say that all the, the stuff on there is bad that's original. It's not. The Nintendo is, is w one of the best game developers in the entire world. So their first-party stuff that they have been releasing, for the most part, has been top-notch. Their Mario stuff, their Fire Emblem uh, you know, stuff like that, Pokemon, they've done a really great job putting their stuff on the the console. What we don't have is very strong third-party support, and the reason why is because of how underpowered the Switch is. Uh, you have ha you'll have to have a dumbed-down version, that's why I want to see Hogwarts Legacy on it, of a game on the Switch when it is being released on the PlayStation 5 and or the Xbox Series X, S or X. Uh, those consoles are far more powerful than the Nintendo Switch. So in order for them to take John Madden football or take uh, Hogwarts Legacy, they're going to have to dumb it down. There, there are things that are going to have to be pulled out. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be frame rate. I don't know if it's going to be, well, resolution will definitely be one of them because neither of the, uh, I don't think the Switch does 4K resolution. I think the top is 1080p. Uh, and and quite frankly, it just it's just underpowered. It's just, it, they're, it's not worth it for a lot of third-party developers to create two different versions of the same game just to play Kate Nintendo, to get you know, a couple of extra copies sold, when in reality, the people who really want to play John Madden football aren't going to do it on the Switch anyway. They're going to play it on the PC, or they're going to play it on the PlayStation 5 or the Xbox, because they want the absolute best experience that there is. So for EA is not going to put Madden on the Switch, because it's not going to sell. Uh, it's just it's just not. So that has been Nintendo's uh, foil for the Switch, is that their first-party stuff is top-notch, they have a really good selection of classic stuff. They do have third-party support, but it is all old third-party support. They're getting Batman Arkham Collection this month. Not complaining at all. I love Batman Arkham Collection. That being said, those games are over a decade old. And yeah, it's probably going to do pretty decently because of the fact that they are great games. They've set the, the, the standard for the superhero games we see today. Uh, Spider-Man 2 is basically a spiritual successor to the Arkham games. 
but uh, I, I, it's it's just that they're not able to get any of thing that's really brand spanking new that need that uh, that the, the PlayStation or the Xbox are getting just simply because of the power of the unit. Now, rumor has it that the new Switch is going to have, if that's what they call it, it might call it the Dual Switch. That's an idea. Because DS, dual screen, they did that. Rumor has it that it's going to have two screens, is is what I have heard. I'm sure uh, you've read the stories out there. There's a lot of websites that are reporting that, that the new Switch has two screens on it. That would be an interesting take uh, because of the functionality you could do with both. The bottom one you'd have as, as a touch screen. You could use that for maps and subscreens and such. And then you could have your top, scre- your top screen for actual gameplay. The only thing that makes me worry about that is you're going to have to have some sort of motor function in it, right? Because of the fact that the, the screens have to be big enough that you can see them. So are they going to have like this motorized function where the screen slides up? Like it'll look like the Switch, but when you turn it on... The screen slides up, you know, and and uh, shows two screens. We we just don't know. Uh, no idea about the controllers. Controllers have been a real problem with uh, Nintendo Switch with uh, controller drift and things like that. The Joy-Con controller drift. I know that's a problem that they've had. Uh, hopefully, they have found a way to fix that. Uh, personally, I don't particularly care for the Joy Cons. Uh, I have a classic controller here. When uh, Tears of the Kingdom came out, I got this wireless. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom themed controller and I am really upset at myself for not buying one earlier because it makes the game so much better when you're playing them because it's it's a proper controller it fits in your hand better so um, definitely I I think that'll continue Uh, but we don't know what the controllers are going to look like we don't know if they're going to be detachable like the Joy-Cons we have no idea about any of that uh, the only people who do know are not talking about it and they can't they're under NDAs and all that good stuff uh, we won't find out probably until they reveal it, which is supposed to be sometime in the first quarter of next year, supposedly, is is revealed there. Now, if we remember the Nintendo Switch originally, they, they announced it in February, I believe, and released it in March. Don't know if that's going to be what they do this time. I like the idea of them releasing a, the console in March just simply because you can get your diehards out of the way. For the holidays, I know that the holidays are a really big deal uh, for game releases and console releases, and that's when you want your your stuff to sell the best, absolutely. But let's just keep in mind that the Switch 2, Dual Switch, whatever you want to call it, is going to sell out no matter when you bring it out. So I would say uh, get it out in March, get it out in April, uh, then you can get your diehards out of the way that are going to be standing in line and all that stuff, and then hopefully by the time Christmas rolls around, that all of your your diehards, all your early adopters will be out of the way and then you can have a proper holiday sale. Probably would cut down on scalping as well because when you release things at uh, the holidays, that's when scalping happens. And one of the things you can do to combat scalping is to release something like that outside of the holiday calendar, outside of October and November. So you can have it there. You know, the People will still buy it, but then you're not going to have people going in, as many people going in buying 10 and 12 copies and your diehards are uh, looking, look, you know, upset and looking for it, like the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X, if you remember those. So uh, that's what I'd like to see, but we'll see what, uh, you know, like I said, Nintendo does what Nintendo's going to do. Uh, they don't really listen to anybody but themselves, and they have earned that reputation in, in the gaming industry, and it's not going away anytime soon. So 
Go figure, right? Uh, but rumor has it it's going to be as powerful, around as powerful as the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One, which would mean it's right in line to get a lot of ports of games from the last generation. So you'll see, again, uh, something I think is very lazy, but you'll start to see some of these games that came out in the last generation. Uh, you know, some of the Assassin's Creed's, perhaps, maybe, uh, you know, last time's far cry something like that you could see those ported to the nintendo switch uh to you know dual switch ds whatever you whatever they're going to call it you could see those uh ported to it now something that is very important to me and probably very important to everybody listening to this is backwards compatibility uh, i am begging nintendo to keep backwards compatibility with the switch i really am i want to see uh the switch Game, my, I don't want my Switch games to lose any playability or value. I want to see them uh, continue, you know, to have use. I, and and what what tends to happen with uh, with backwards compatibility, at least in my opinion, is that uh, you will have your uh, original games that you're going to play like crazy anyway. So your Mario Wonder, your Mario RPG, your Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, all that stuff, you'll still be playing that stuff when the new Switch comes out. You'll play it on the new Switch. But as they phase the Switch out and only focus on dual Switch or Switch 2 or whatever they're going to call it, then you'll start to see less people worrying about backwards compatibility. But, but what's different about gaming now, and for people like me who bought the Switch to use as a, uh, <clears throat> as a uh, classic games platform, you know, like a, a MAME platform, with arcade games and, and things like that on there. I don't want to lose those games. I want to continue to have those games. So the new Switch, whatever they call it, I want to make sure that all the stuff that I have bought uh, arcade-wise, you know, my Capcom arcade collections, all that good stuff, I want all of that stuff uh, to be right there waiting for me on the new Nintendo platform when it comes out. I want to download all that stuff and have it right there. So uh, that is my opinion. But it's, it's important to me. It really is. And uh, it also will keep up with your, uh, your, your collection. And it will also make sure that games like your Pokemon games will still have some sort of playability and value. You'll still be able to play Pokemon and still find people wandering around that you can trade Pokemon with and things like that. So uh, very important for backwards compatibility, in my opinion. Uh, Nintendo is uh, very good at things like that. They do listen to their fans. Another thing I have uh, heard, and I do I do know this to be true myself, is that Nintendo has a very strong relationship with their uh, marketing partners, their retail marketing partners. They always have. They were been very big with uh, companies like GameStop for a very long time, and uh, we do know, at least we suspect, highly suspect, that it will not be a digital only platform. They that they will continue to have packaged product for you to purchase, which I think, again, very, very, very important for collectors, very important for old school gamers, very important for people uh, who want to make sure they own a copy of the game so they can play it whenever they want and they don't have to worry about, is it downloadable in the digital store? Well, it doesn't matter. I have the cart right here. I'll just plug it in and play it. So definitely all about backwards compatibility, definitely all about the physical portion of the thing. I, I'm interested to see the interface. I'm interested to see the, how it's going to control. Uh, Nintendo is 
very well versed at what their customers want. And uh, I, I would just not be shocked at all to see you know, backwards compatibility. I wouldn't be surprised at all if they use the same controllers, quite frankly. Uh, now, I think the Joy-Con 2s or whatever they're going to call them will have some sort of upgraded feature that might be a directional pad instead of the buttons on it, you know, something that's going to eliminate or help eliminate controller drift. But I bet you that the classic controllers, like the one I'm holding in my hot little hand right now, will still work on it. I think that would be really, really be good uh, as long as they're not adding some sort of oddball motion functionality which nintendo please don't do that uh i i th i just really think that uh you you could definitely see nintendo say yeah your your old stuff will still work on this you're you spent 60 bucks on that controller uh it'll still work on the new new console just as well as it did on the old one so uh, i would love to see that but we'll see we'll see uh the the truth is also when you think about it is whenever you add some sort of functionality like that you're limiting uh, innovation in a way because you're using seven-year-old tech, ten-year-old tech, you know, whatever it is, and you're making everybody else conform to around that instead of saying, here's the latest and greatest thing we came up with. We hope you like it. And then everybody else can rally around that. But we'll see. We'll see. I mean, the, the uh, Nintendo control pads were from the Nintendo Super Nintendo. That control scheme was used for decades. So we'll, we, we'll, we'll see basically what happens I, i'm interested in seeing what the new switch is going to have uh again i would like to see them release it uh, earlier in the year to get the early adopters out of the way and then because uh, you know it's going to sell out at the holiday it doesn't matter it's going to sell out so the earlier that you bring it out the more chances you have of uh the more sales you're going to have quite frankly because you know the switch sold out when it came out uh initially in march and then uh, it sold out again when Christmas came around. And all the early adopters like me had already had our console. So I wasn't waiting in line at Walmart or any place like that looking for a Switch because I already had one when the uh, the new Switches, uh, when the holiday came around for the Switch. So we'll we'll see what happens with that. Uh, the only other thing about that uh, the, uh, the Switch is we don't know what their uh, quote-unquote killer app is going to be. Nintendo is exceedingly famous for making sure they have some sort of... Uh, big game out on their console uh one of their big big names that they they, they had that out day one uh rumor has it it's gonna be metroid prime 4 and i totally believe that's true i we have not seen hide nor hair of metroid prime 4 outside of the logo since they announced it a gajillion years ago it feels like so it would not shock me at all if uh nintendo was purposefully hanging back with that saying you know what we're gonna have the uh, the Nintendo uh, you know Switch to the DS and here's what we're going to release on it and it's uh, here's the game you want Metroid Prime Four and here's what it can do and that'll be the game that they they focus the entire uh, presentation around would be Metroid Prime Four uh, that also being said that Nintendo supposedly has been working on uh, versions of uh, some of the old classic Zelda games like Twilight Princess and Wind Waker for the Switch for a while, supposedly. Wouldn't be surprised if they did some sort of uh, that game as well. Uh, and we're still looking at, uh, what, they just announced uh, what Luigi's Mansion 2 is coming out. And then we know about uh, you know Princess Peach Showtime. And we know, so all this stuff's coming out for the Switch. It, would just, it wouldn't surprise me at all if it was, they just said, yeah, backwards compatible. All of it, you can play on the new one as well. Because Nintendo is not usually type the type of company that is going to put all sorts of capital behind 
games on an old platform when they're about to release a new one. Princess Peach and Luigi's Mansion 2 remake would be announced for the new console instead of saying they're for the Switch. But if it's for the Switch, backwards compatibility would make you think, oh, okay, well, you can play them on both. So we'll see how that turns out. Metroid Prime 4 probably will be the killer app. Uh, I'm sure they're working with some of their Japanese third parties as well to get something in the pipe for uh, for the release as well over there. I mean, for over here as well, something really big from you know Platinum Games, something something like that. We'll see. We will see. We it's all guesswork at this point, and we and we all know that Nintendo. Uh, I've I've said it a million times. Nintendo's going to Nintendo. They're going to do what they're going to do, and it might not make any sense to Sony or Microsoft, but it makes a heck of a lot of sense to Nintendo and. They're the number, they, they've been around the longest for a reason, guys, okay? So uh, that's what I wanted to talk about with the Switch. My next Nintendo story is I just thought I would do a review of Super Mario Wonder. It came out last month. I have uh, had the opportunity to play a, uh, quite a bit of it. Not beating it yet, but we're, we're close enough. And I just thought I would take the time to uh, talk about it, what I think about Super Mario Wonder. So uh, Super Mario Wonder, of course, came out on the Switch last month. It's different. It's quite a bit different. It is a classic Mario game done different. It's very, very different. It does have you know mushrooms and it does have the fire flowers like you're used to, but uh, everything else in the game is completely uh, off the wall. It's 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 strange. It's not the kind. It's not your your dad's Mario game. Let's put it like that. It's not 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 my. I shouldn't say it's not my kind of Mario game because it is, but it's not my Mario. It's not what I grew up with because it's there. There's just a lot of stuff out there that's different, and uh, the, the, for instance, uh, the power-ups are all changed. They have besides the the mushrooms and the fire flowers. There's a bubble flower. Uh, there is the elephant. You turn into a big elephant, and then uh, probably the coolest one is the drill hat, the drill power-up. And that is where you have a like a drill on your head, and nothing can hit. Well, I shouldn't say nothing, but your your head is almost invulnerable. Things will bounce off your head, and you can dig under the ground. You can jump up into the ceiling and dig into the ceiling, and uh, find secrets that way. I I really like that one because it adds a very different type of gameplay to what you're you're doing. It makes you want to take that suit into every level, so you can say, Hey, wait a minute. What if I dig over here? What can I find? Uh, it is a con- traditional Nintendo Super Mario platformer, so it's a side-scroller like you're used to. What is different is uh, the fact that... It, how can I say this? It's very trippy. It's very, uh, very trippy. If you uh, have ever had too much nitrous while you're getting your teeth, wisdom teeth pulled, you know what I mean, where you're just kind of loopy. There's a lot of really loopy stuff in this it's it's almost like a hippies version of super mario brothers uh you're you're collecting wonder seeds in this game and your wonder seeds there's usually like two per level and you get one if you find the real ending to the level but then there's one that you get based off of when you find a wonder flower these levels a lot of levels have wonder flowers in them where when you get them just everything goes bonkers like things just turned upside down there somewhere uh maybe the water you t- every, you're starting to swim instead or uh though you it, the, the game turns on its side and you're walking on the background like you would if you were walking you know it turns in almost like a 3d pseudo 3d kind of thing uh there's somewhere you turn into like a pink blob and you and you can squeeze through tight 
holes and you can climb on the ceiling and all these different things. It's very different and it's very, very trippy and you get a wonder seed from doing those. Some have time limits and some don't. But uh, then you have the, the badges. Uh, I should mention this. One thing that they did do that was different is there's a lot of characters you can play as. There's, you know, Mario, Luigi. Uh, there's like two or three different Toads. There's Toadette, Daisy, uh, Peach, and then uh, Yoshi, and then Nibber. Is that the Nibber? Is that what they call him? Uh, all these different characters to play as. They've taken away your special powers or your differences between the characters. Uh, you know, for instance, Luigi jumps higher than Mario. Princess Peach uh, floats. That's the way it's been since Super Mario Brothers 2. Well, in this game, they've removed all that. And the reason why is because you have badges. And as you go through the game, as you complete certain levels, you will have access to badges that will allow you to perform do and do different feats. We know there are ones where... Uh, you can jump a little higher, like Luigi. Here's one where you can jump high and float. There's one where you can uh, throw a piranha plant and stick to the wall and then dr drag yourself to the wall. Uh, there's one where it's a dolphin kick. So if you're in a, a water level and you use a dolphin kick, you can actually kick your way through uh, bricks and you, you have an attack underwater that without having to worry about the fire flower. Uh, there's a lot of cool stuff that they put into to this game and uh, they did it to be different. It's it's just when you're watching it, and you're starting to play it, you realize, hey, wait a minute, this is this is so familiar, but it's so different. And uh, it's different in, in, a, in a lot of the good ways. At first, I was I tend to use Peach when I play these games because I like to float. I like the floating idea. And then I started playing as Peach, and I wasn't able to float. I was like, well, why am I? Why would I continue using Peach if I can't float? That's the reason why I chose her so I could float. But that all being said, uh, is it good? Uh, yes, it is very good. I do, I do really like it. It's different enough to where it, it, if you play it next to the like the new Super Mario Brothers, when you play it next to that, you you really see how different of an experience it actually is. It looks the same, and they play very similar, but they really are completely different games. Nintendo took one game and like New Super Mario Brothers is just is basically an homage to the old Super Mario Brothers games. You know, the fire flowers and the mushrooms and stuff like that. That's an homage to it. You go through and you're playing, um, you know, a lot of platforming levels like that. Mario Wonder is, is, is them taking that formula and just turning it on its head, quite frankly, with all the new power-ups, with all the new level designs, with all the, the stuff with the wonder flowers, with all these different crazy, trippy, psychedelic things. Uh, there are musical levels where all you really have to do is run along and all the piranha plants are singing and all that. Very, very different. Uh, there are a lot of voices in the game, quite frankly. Uh, as far as you'll be walking along and there'll be a flower and you pass the flower and it'll say something to you. It actually talks to you. A lot of the time they'll offer you tips as what's going on. So that's that's interesting. That's cool. Uh what I don't like about it, let's see. Uh, first of all, it's the first Mario game without Charles Martinet as the voice. So when you actually are controlling Mario, you can tell the difference that it is not. Uh, that it's new Mario's new voice. Uh, I, I'm not saying he's bad. He's not, but he's not what we grew up with. He's not Charles Martinet. So that that's going to be first and foremost when you, you hear it, when you see it. You're going to go, yeah, okay. Uh, I like the old better. And, and, and I do like the old better. But it's definitely... Uh, 
you know, it's it's just it's different. And I again, I'm not saying I'm not bashing on the guy who's doing Mario's voice now. I'm just saying that it's uh, when you when you've grown up and the sky has been blue your entire life, and then uh, all of a sudden you wake up the next day and the sky is is red. You're gonna wonder what the heck happened. And uh, this is one of those those situations where it's like, hey, okay, uh, I like I liked my old Mario better. So. It, it is what it is, uh, but overall, it's it's an excellent game. It really is. It's it's just another uh, Nintendo well designed, well thought out kind of experience where you play it and you realize that you're not going to see anything like this on any other console. It's not super powerful or flashy, or well, it's very flashy, but it's not the kind of thing where you're going to go, my God, this is this is a technical achievement. No, it's it's not. It's they took what came before it. And they turned it on its head. They did the. They just added some off-the-wall power-ups. The elephant thing is very odd. I, I don't know where uh, they they uh, came up with the idea of turning everybody into elephants. Uh, I also don't know about uh, the bubble flower. There's a bubble flower where you when you get it, you shoot bubbles out, and you can actually jump on the bubbles and all that. It's different as well. It's 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 fun. It it is. It's just. It's just different than it takes a lot of getting used to. It will take a lot of getting used to when you're playing it, uh, but it's not uh, it's not a bad game at all. It's you'll you'll get through it. You'll enjoy what you play. Uh, there is exploration. There are secrets, just like there is any other Mario game. Uh, taking a different power up into a level is you, you're going to do it and realize, hey, wait a minute. If I if I do use the elephant here. I can get water and then I can shoot water over here and do this. You know, it's just all these different little things you can do in the game is, it's very impressive. And, uh, it's, I, I like it. I like it quite a bit. And it's, it's a kind of game where you can play it and, and not, uh, pay attention to the clock for a while. You know, you just, Oh gosh, it's already four o'clock. How did that happen? You know, it's, it's because you enjoyed what you're playing and, and it makes time go by. It, it, you get yourself lost in the game. I think that's great. So overall, I can't recommend it enough. If you have a Nintendo Switch, you should have the game. It's if you like the, especially if you like the side-scrolling classic platformers, it's it's cool. It's different. And I think that it'll be something that you really enjoy. So go ahead and check that out. Hope you will. All right, so that's going to do it for our boss level with Enigma for today. Now, don't forget, you can find me on Twitch and Twitter at Evil Enigma. Hope you'll contact me there. Talk to me about what you'd like to see me talk about. Uh, as far as my streaming goes, we're still doing Spider-Man 2 right now uh, until, you know, who knows? What, what, I mean, I, I know Mario RPG is coming out. I want to play that, but uh, we're, I still want to get all the way through Spider-Man. But we'll, we'll see, see what happens. Hope you'll, you'll find me on Twitch, Kick, YouTube. I know that uh, there, there's a lot of stuff going to change with uh Twitch now allowing you to simulcast on other other uh, platforms, so that's interesting, and I, I want to see uh, how that works out. But uh, I do I do hope I'll see you on my streams. Please do me a favor and and let uh, everybody know that I'm here. I would love to get better. I'd love to get bigger. I'd love to uh, continue to improve my craft. And the only way I'm going to do that is by having you know more more eyeballs, more ears to my stuff. And, if I, if I don't uh, get any bigger, I'll never need to change. So I, I, I want to make sure that I'm able to get better for you guys. And, and I do appreciate everyone who, who listens. I do appreciate everyone who lets me know that they listen. 
And I definitely want everyone to know that I appreciate the support. I do appreciate the kind words. Uh, this, especially this past week, I've it's been a rough week for me. And and uh, uh, just you know, don't forget, guys, kind words go a long way. They really do. So let's go ahead and call it. Uh, like I'll be on as, as far as I know this weekend, just like usual. So uh, follow me on Twitch and Twitter, and I'll let you know where I'm going to be. Hope you have a wonderful week, and I'll see you online. Thank you.